Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining us in the studio for our weekly update on Collingwood Council is the Mayor of Collingwood, Yvonne Hamlin, joining us in the studio. Good morning. Well, good morning, John. Great to have you here. Uh, Also on the line is Councillor Chris Baines. Chris, great to have you on board. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Yvonne, let's start with you. First of all, you look lovely. You are very dressed up for a morning (laughs) show. You know that people can't see you. Or is this for me? I appreciate it. You know, I do clean up pretty well, but it turns out the developers are coming to town with their, you know, Toronto lawyer. So I uh, thought I better. So you, you know, remember how to dress like a Toronto lawyer? I, I do. I've even kept some of my shoes. Mind you, this is a new suit because for some nice. reason I seem to have gained a few pounds over the years. But we're just it's just between it's us. It's COVID. Girls. We all blame it, and <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Uh, you look you look awesome, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you about a couple of things. Uh, one is how did the New Year's levy go? I was out of town. I couldn't get to it. But I understand uh, it was a great turnout. It was. It was a fantastic turnout. And it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. because we started off uh, with James Carpenter as an Indigenous elder who uh, guides our community and all of these things. And he brought his family uh, to do an Indigenous uh, interactive dance. And everyone who was in attendance and council, I can say, stepped up for the opportunity. (laughs) Uh, We joined hands and danced around the room. So it was good fun and we learned a lot. Fantastic. You mentioned that uh, developers are coming to town. You're suiting up, getting ready to meet with them. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a confrontational meeting? Uh, what's the deal? I mean, they're lawyering up. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming this is about uh, about the, uh, uh, the the bit of a hold on on development right now because of our water and sewage situation. What's the deal? Well, you could you you might think it's that, but actually, this is about the lands on Poplar that uh, in the couple of dying days. Uh, before I took office, our outgoing council uh, asked the province to approve the minister's zoning order for right. Poplar ahead of having an agreement in place with mm-hmm. the developer, which is the tr- which is the standard. Right. So right now, all we have is 130 acres with 80 odd uses, up to 12 stories. Do anything you want. So and that's what the MZO right, said it could do. That's what the okay. MZO says. So they're coming to. Uh, we've really got to get an agreement in place, right. and uh, so this is the first uh, time they're going to sit down with me and and me with them, mm. and uh, we'll get our discussions going and and see where we end up. I've had the opportunity to talk to uh, to to the developers and. What they're telling me they're going to do sounds amazing. Like, it really sounds like it's something we we could benefit by in a huge way. But uh, you're a lawyer. I'm not. Is it about, hey, let, hey, we agree this is a great idea. Can we just have it written down? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Like, who doesn't want a health sounds and amazing. wellness center, right? Yeah. Like, communities across Canada will be lining up for this one. Right. Uh, but there's no nothing in writing about that anywhere. And I the mean, way the MZO, yeah. the MZO come out, it... It could it could be scary if it's not. It could be uh, 130 acres of 12-story residential buildings. That's how broad it is. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But that's not what they're promising. But I get what you're saying. Let's let's just write it down. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Sounds good. Uh, speaking of development, uh, we've been talking about this. Uh, maybe I'm thinking 20 years. Uh, the terminal lands uh, always going to be something around the corner. It has been a uh, you know, it's been a campaign issue for the last five <laughs> councils. Uh, so far, we're still where we are. Uh, is there some movement on that? 
Well, yes, I hope there is. Um, if you recall, the town put out an RFP to solicit interest from developers. Right. You know, along the lines of, we would really like to preserve the terminals in some fashion. We know it's expensive to do that. Mm-hmm. We don't even want to do it as a community. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what could you do here? Um, and we ultimately, staff and our consultants, selected a partnership of streetcar developments and DREAM. And so where it's at right now is uh, there's a draft, what's called a memorandum of understanding that's circulating. So I had asked and staff brought to our council in camera this week the draft of where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, sets out some really broad parameters. Uh, it's not a binding document, uh, but as soon as it's signed, uh, then the developer's going to bring out all their plans to the public. Because it's pretty exciting. Council hasn't even seen all of it yet. Um, But this basic MOU document, as it's called, will set out, you know, that the town wants to retain ownership of most of the land there. Right. And, you know, just just some bare bones about how we think it should unfold before we go to the public. Are we looking at leasing this to a private company to develop it? Um, That'll be part of it, uh, it. in in the draft at least. Okay. So at this point, it's basically a letter of... Yeah, I like this idea. We like this idea. Go ahead and spend some money on coming up with the plans. But they're not going to do that until you sign off that, hey, if you achieve these these parameters, it's good to go. That's right. And they have done, you know, they've assembled an amazing team of Mm. architects and consultants of all kinds from around the world, actually. So I'm I'm so excited for these plans to come (laughs) out to the public. And... You know, obviously, they're going to be consulting. It's not just here it is, uh, take it or leave it. So there'll be a lot of opportunity for our community to To, weigh in. To weigh in on it. Well, it's it's nice that we're moving a bit further. I mean, I I thought there was hope when we had the mushroom farm going on. (laughs) I'm just right now, I'm just happy that something's happening. I'm glad it's not a mushroom farm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also joining us, as I mentioned, uh, a new counselor to the table. Uh, Counselor Chris Baines is... uh, on the line and counselor great to have you on the line uh your first steps in as counselor what do you think you, you doing all right i think so I, i'm uh, impressed by my colleagues that uh, the consensual work that we're doing towards improving collingwood for everyone some long meetings yes yes uh, the one uh, some of them started two i remember the other night and uh, two meetings ago and ended at 10 minutes after 10 in the evening wow well, you know what? We appreciate uh, you and council for the fine work you're doing. And I- I'm glad that you're here to talk about something that is very fun and positive for our Collingwood community uh, because it is officially hockey month in Collingwood. I like oh, that Canada gets is. a night, but we yeah. get a month. <laughs> well, I tell you, while council has been focused on the budget in the month of January, and rightly so, mm-hmm. the town is focused on hockey because we start off uh, Friday, actually, this coming Friday, 5.30 to 6.30 at Eddie Bush, the alumni game of the OJHL versus the Collingwood alumni. That's the Ontario <laughs> Junior Hockey nice. League. Then at 7, we have the OJHL All-Stars competition, which will uh, be on hockey TV, actually. Very cool. Saturday, 3 o'clock, is the OJHL All-Star game, televised on CHCH-TV. Then at 7 o'clock, the instant OJHL prospect game, which is, again, televised on Hockey TV. Now, just a point, a shout-out right now for the Optimus Club, because they sell 50-50 tickets at all these games 
And the proceeds, there's usually about 900 bucks now for each winner and 900 bucks which goes into a good cause. And in this case, it will be going all to mental health programs put on by the IJHL and other hockey groups to help hockey players, particularly with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So a shout out to that. That's that is good fantastic. Cause. Yeah, that is so great. How is Hollywood getting these landmark games? I mean, I know we're a fabulous community, and uh, but you know the Eddie Bush is is you know it's not the newest arena on the block. Well, it's not about the uh, the, the condition of the building; it's about the quality of the players on the ice. Mm. And the Blues, as you know, are number one with the bullet. Absolutely, in, second in Canada. Yeah. Now they'll be playing as well. Now, if I can. The following weekend, January 21st, January 22nd, the ladies take over in the sense of the PWHPA, the Professional Women's Hockey, uh, I'm not sure what the second P is, association. This is the Dream Gap Tour, again, at Eddie Bush. And if you follow uh, women's hockey at all, these are the the biggest names in in hockey. Exactly. 22 Olympians will be here. It's going to be a barn burn. <laughs> Uh, how does that game work, and how do you get tickets for it? Uh, you can get tickets either at the box office at uh, Ticketron or uh, check out our, the website of www.callingwood.ca or Ticket Pro, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we can provide the phone number for that as well. But these are exceptional games. And again, all the 50-50 money from the sale of tickets will be going to help different organizations. On the 21st, 22nd, it'll be going to help out the Humane Society. So not well, only does it help, help out wonderful organizations, but it all this is going to bring a lot of notoriety and some tourism to our community. Quite right. I mean, we'll be on television for two or three of the games. All these Olympians coming. My goodness gracious, it's uh, it will really boost the recognition of Collingwood throughout the nation. Fantastic. Chris, thank you so much for being on board to share that with us. Uh, your, your Worship, Yvonne Hamlin, Mayor of Collingwood, thank you for being here on Talk of the Town. Thanks for having thank us. You. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.